if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. better fade than the other one beautifully done uh Amazing. 2022 ncaa tournament <clears throat> week is upon us and that video is like a minute and a half man that's longer than i thought it was <laughs> uh, all right bracket is here uh i don't i'd like to avoid complaining about what the committee did uh but there's a couple things that have been pointed out but i also think a two and a three seed i know tennessee got screwed and that's where we'll start real quick yeah it's not that big of a deal like Duke has to go through Gonzaga now. Duke has to go through Texas Tech. Sure. Uh, but if you're looking at resumes, it makes no sense that Tennessee was a three and Duke was a two. It really tells you the fact that the committee comes up with the bracket on Saturday night. It doesn't yeah. seem like they care about what happened Saturday. It's like, I mean, I, I don't even know if they cared about what happened Saturday, honestly. It just seemed like seemed like the bracket was set, and then it was just kind of kind of filling in where people will go and stuff like that. I mean, people talk about, you know, Yale – being a 14 seed um, over Delaware, <clears throat> stuff like that. Um, it just seems, or over, it just, it just seems like they just kind of was like, here's going to be the bracket. Um, you know, I, I think that Iowa probably should have moved up to a four, maybe bumped Illinois back. Um, and in Wisconsin getting the second, was the second three seed. And I think is absurd for losing their first game of the big 10 tournament so um you you know what confuses me is like when we saw the like they talk about metrics a lot and when we saw the original top 16 wisconsin and providence were kind of rewarded even though their metrics are bad and they really stuck with that here like giving wisconsin a three with the metrics and then providence a four i don't think providence should be a four seed over iowa given the recent like i just it doesn't make any sense to me and also 
sticking Providence with South Dakota State is kind of like a screw <laughs> you because South Dakota State yeah. should be a 12 seed. Yeah. Like it's not a, South Dakota State metrics, resume, they've won a billion games. They they should be this is a 30 and 4 13 seed that has like one of the best offensive efficiency numbers in the country and they're a 13 seed. Like that makes no sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean I yeah it just seems like it, they they already had their minds made up. Um, you can't. You, I, I think it's going to be. And I think they had the right. I think they had the right sixty eight though. I do think that. I'm glad they put Rutgers in. I think. Well, the thing with Michigan and Rutgers and Indiana, the people complaining about that. Here's the thing. They via the rules, quote unquote, they can't have three Big Ten teams in the first four because if you played the team earlier in the season, you can't play again in the first four. Yeah, but, That's do, you, but, do, do, you, but do you not think that Indiana should have moved up after beating beating Michigan and then beating Illinois? Should they have not been been the automatic in? I don't know. That's tough. That's close. Michigan was fighting for their tournament life in the first four. Um, yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with probably the – you know that what the committee loves is strength of schedule, and Michigan had one of the hardest schedules in the country. That helped them a lot. Their metrics are pretty good. But they good. also lost 14 of those games. I, I agree, but it's just like <laughs> – Like, does your strength of schedule matter when, you're, when your record's 17 and 14? Uh, it does, but I don't think it matters <laughs> as much as the committee thinks it does. But remember, this committee is made up of all geezer athletic directors, right? So. True. That's probably a problem here. But if you look at Michigan's resume, they really only have two losses that are bad. Uh, so that helps them. They lost to UCF and they lost to Minnesota. Those are pretty bad. But other than that, they have a lot of good losses. Their metrics are better than Indiana's. I think that played a role. But it's also pick one or the other. Like if we're going to give a team a certain seed with great metrics, but we're not – like if Providence is going to get a four seed, their metrics aren't good. Their metrics yeah. are four seed worthy. So I don't really understand. I feel like the committee kind of bases what they do off of – certain seating areas. Like if you're in the double digit seeds, they're going to care more about your actual resume than your metrics. If you're in the top six seeds, they're going to care more about your metrics and your resume. But I think they got the right 68. I think if people complaining about Texas A&M are wrong, uh, Texas A&M lost a billion games in a row in the regular season. They laid a complete egg on the offensive end. They did absolutely nothing as Tennessee in the first half. Now I know Tennessee is peaking, but I don't yeah. think Texas A&M should have been in. Kind of, kind of the same reason why Xavier didn't get in, right? They lost what ten yeah. of their last twelve or yeah. whatever it was, and then, and then they go out in the Big East tournament and lose to Butler. So that's like that's yeah. something you can't do, right? Like that's I'm glad they didn't put Xavier in. It would have been an absolute outrage. I would be screaming right now if they put Xavier in over Rutgers. I don't care what Rutgers metrics are. If it's fourth in the third best conference in the country, they have a ton. They have more quality wins than almost anybody. Um, so I'm not, I, I'm glad that they rewarded. Rutgers. I don't, I, I, I guess I don't think anybody, anybody thought that the big 10 was going to get nine teams in either. I think Indiana doing what they did kind of sealed the deal on yeah. nine. Cause I, yeah. so, it's very confusing. Cause there's so many bracketologists out there who didn't have Rutgers in, but it's like, right. I feel like a lot of these bracketologists are way more concerned with like your overall, like, like losses, bad losses. Like it's November and it's, it's yeah. Gino Baker was playing hurt and not playing. Yeah, that's yeah. something to think about. You got to reward the teams that are peaking at the right time and have good yeah. resumes, and you got to reward the teams that, um, you know, let's say injuries happen early in the season. I feel like if they have that guy back and they're playing well again, you put them in. Yeah. So and and I'll stick. By, I haven't been saying it since we started. Like I don't think games in November should should matter at all. I mean, your team's still figuring themselves out. They haven't really played um, together for you know. a in games that mattered. So 
<clears throat> and I apologize for my voice. Went to the Big Ten tournament. Uh, Illinois lost, and then so we just, uh, you know, still working on on getting back to 100%. So <laughs> We should go to the Final um, Four in New Orleans as reporters is what we should ooh. do. But, um, I mean, yeah, I think the committee got the right 68. Like, I don't think Texas A&M should have been in. That's so tough for Dayton. I mean, they, they're they beating Richmond in the semis, and their best player gets hurt, and then they lose, and then they don't make the tournament. That's rough for Dayton. Um, I think BYU wasn't worthy. And Jerry Palm, I'm sorry, seems like a good guy, but Jesus, <laughs> he might be the worst bracketologist of all time. I hate to say it. And Lenardi didn't have a great year. Lenardi, Lenardi defending Duke to no end is like the most ESPN thing ever. <laughs> yeah. So that makes no sense. Yeah. Um, I don't really understand that. Uh, but what can you do, right? I feel like that's kind of like something that, you know, Lenardi's just going to do it and he's going to stick to his guns. And I don't think he's very good at his job, but it's not an easy job. It's harder than people think. Um, yeah. So whatever. I mean, you know, they got the right 68, bottom line. Yeah. Seating, there's arguments to be made, but I don't think that it's significant enough to complain about for too long. Like yeah, Tennessee I, fans I, I think not the only people that should be mad about seating are the ones that didn't get in the Midwest bracket. So. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, that that is uh, a brutal bracket. That I mean, brutal as in not good. <clears throat> but if Auburn is what they is. were, if Auburn's True. point guards actually show up, they should come should, out of that. Yeah, but, should run through it. But I think everybody's picking Auburn not even to make it out of the second week or out of the first week. So I think the hardest matchup to pick, and I haven't filled out a bracket at all. I'm going to do that live on this show. But I think the hardest matchup to pick in the first round is LSU-Iowa State. Like, yep. what are you going to get with LSU? Will Wade's yep. gone. Yep. Iowa State has one of the best quad one – what are they, like third or fourth in the country in quad one wins? They have nine of them. They got an 11 seed, which is just absurd. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I know they weren't great in Big 12 play, but their resume speaks for itself. I know that they could not score at all against Texas Tech in the Big 12 tournament, but that's a hard matchup to pick. Like, that's – with all the six 11s, I think they're all pretty difficult um, because I think Texas – Texas – I think the team that got the most generous seed was Texas. Like, yeah. that's not a six seed. I'm sorry. And you know what else is stupid by the committee? And we'll start to move on to other things after this. How do you match up Murray State and San Francisco? Like, both oh, of those teams I deserve agree. a shot to get to the second round. I agree. I agree. Two of the best mid-major teams. That's yeah, a why, why are you matching up great mid-major teams against each other in the first round? It's, it's like – it's it's basically saying we don't want these guys – to go anywhere because we're going to make less money or something. How about um, USC, USC, San Francisco and Murray state, Miami? Like how yeah. hard would that be to do? Yeah. And my dad, my dad's going to Indy for the tournament. And I told him, I said that Murray state, San Francisco game is going to be the best game you get to see that. It's going to be good. Cause you yeah. have two of the best mid-major guards with uh juice Hill versus Jamari Bouye. Uh, then you have the OVC player of the year, KJ Williams, underneath. How are they going to handle him? I think Todd Golden and Matt McMahon are two of the best mid-major coaches there is. I think both of them will be high-major coaches within the next two seasons. Uh, that's going to be a hell of a game. And then you got to go play Kentucky after that, so good luck. But yeah. um, that's just dumb by the committee to do that. Uh, but let's let's move on here. Um Let's look at each region, kind of what what we see uh, with the with the kind of the best matchups per region. Uh, with the West region, the matchup that I picked, you're gonna see a lot of seven tens on my picks. Uh, I think the best matchup to watch in round one out of the West is Michigan State Davidson. Um, Davidson's offense is really good. 
I'm a little bit concerned about how they handle Big Ten physicality. You watched them yesterday against Richmond. They could not handle the paint at all. So I think Marcus Bingham and Julius Marble are going to be huge for Michigan State in that game. Uh, what Tyson Walker are you going to get? You have Foster Lawyer revenge game. He was too small to play in the Big Ten when he was at Michigan State. Now he's making every single three for Davidson. So I think that's easily uh, the best matchup. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think Arkansas-Vermont uh, is going to be a really fun game to watch. Uh, Vermont is is really good. Um, the must bus has been been trucking along lately, uh, playing better. So I think that's going to be a good game. I think uh, 13 seeds in this tournament um, are really good besides maybe, you know, Akron. I love you, John Gross, but sorry. Akron um, benefited from <clears throat> Kent State players getting suspended for the championship. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I really wish the committee would have done the Illinois-Akron matchup. I'm kind of surprised they didn't. Yeah, I am too. Um, now it was like, oh, 1997. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Are, they, yeah so- are the same players there? Yeah, so I think that's going to be a fun game to watch. Um, so I, that that would be my pick out of the. Out I of the- I hate that matchup for the Must Bus. They're playing so well yeah. now. They got to run into a well-oiled machine, a team that was without their leading scorer in the only America East game that they lost. Um, they lost that game by one forty-fourth offensive efficiency. They have multiple guys to go to, whether it's Shungu or Davis or Powell, and you watch them against UMBC. That just wasn't fair. Like that yeah. was. Just a, a complete, complete joke of a game, but uh, yeah, it should be a good game. Uh, let's go to the South Region, where my pick is another seven ten. I think Ohio State, Loyola, Chicago. Uh, this is a tough draw for Ohio State. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to pick Loyola to win. I don't see it. I think Ohio State. Here's the big thing with this game: Does Loyola Chicago have the personnel to go, to cover Branham and Liddell? Because if you look at Loyola Chicago, they're very much a guard team. Lucas Williams, Braden Norris, both guards. Now, Loyola Chicago has the experience, but I don't see Ohio State losing in round one again. So I think that's the yeah. best matchup. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I'll go with Colorado State-Michigan um, just because I don't want to pick another 4-13. Um, I, I think it'll be interesting. You know, I, I'm, I'm one of the guys I think Mich- Michigan probably shouldn't have been in. Um, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to see what they can do. Uh, if Michigan can, can beat Colorado state, uh, you know, six eleven there, Colorado state's a really good team. Um, and we'll see if Michigan, you know, deserves to be in the tournament. So. Yeah. I think the big thing with that game is how does Colorado state deal with, uh, deal with Dickinson? Like right. they're, they're a small ball five team, David Roddy's six, six, he's a big body. He plays the five. Dickinson could have a huge game here, and that'll yeah. be the problem. But this is this the first game of the of the entire tournament? I think it might be. I think this is what opens it up. Well, I mean, the first game is actually tomorrow. Well, I meant you know the Thursday <laughs> is the, the the big time. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I think it is. Let me let me check that here. You're, uh, the, time, you're the times guy. Thursday, eleven fifteen a.m. Central. It is Michigan, Colorado State, CBS. Yeah. Yeah, the first window is pretty good. I mean, South Dakota State of Providence is the second game of the day. So, yeah, I'm gonna work on my TVs. I don't know if I got enough TVs for them. For the I do. I think, thankfully, I do. So I'm good to go. But here's yeah. the thing with that: 
Providence is a two-point favorite in that game, like 413. That is low. That's insane, yeah. So that's going to be a hell of a game. Uh, that is not my pick for the Midwest region. Let me switch binders here. As you can see, that was the east, the south binder. Let me go to the Midwest binder. My pick, San Diego State Creighton, probably the most intriguing 8-9 because yeah. this is Greg McDermott's best coaching job, his best defensive team, but there's a caveat, and that caveat is Ryan Nimard, their point guard, is out. So yeah. what can they do? I like the length. Kalkbrenner is a stud underneath. I worry about their scoring, especially against one of the best defensive teams in the country. Um, this is going to be a really good game, though. It's not yeah. going to have the star power. It's going to just have kind of a rock fight. It's going to be kind of like a Big East game. Like the Big East tournament was by far the best to watch for me this week. So physical. Scoring came at a premium. Villanova showed why they're pretty much the Patriots of the Big East. They win a title every year in that conference. Um, even when they're not, even when they're playing like six guys, they win the, the Big East tournament. So, um, but Creighton is a team. <clears throat> I'm going to make a bold prediction for everybody right now. It has nothing to do with this tournament, but Creighton, if everybody comes back next year, they will be a preseason top 10 team. Guaranteed. Creighton. Kaluma, Hawkins, Kalkbrenner, Nimhard, Trey Alexander. I don't actually, I, not Hawkins, but the other guys, because Hawkins is a senior. But that's a young team. It's a good team. And San Diego State's already got their two heavy hitters returning next year, too. So it's going to be a really good game. Um, I think this is McDermott's best job, like I said. We'll see. Uh, I think take the under in this game would be my suggestion. So I'll take uh, San Diego State Creighton. What do you got from the Midwest? Uh, I, I'm going to go with Wisconsin Colgate. Um, Wisconsin has been one of the luckiest teams. Uh, their luck is waning. <clears throat> I don't think they should have been the number two, three seed, uh, personally. Um, and I think that Colgate might give them a little push. Uh, I think they have the opportunity to do that. So, uh, we'll see, uh, if three and 19 Johnny Davis shows up or if, uh, you know, 10 of 13 Johnny Davis shows up. I think the big thing for Colgate is they're going to have to hit threes. They're going to have to rely on the three ball to stay in this game. Um, I don't know if they have the personnel to handle Davis and why the wall is going to be huge in this game. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. That's it's an interesting matchup. There's actually there's four tournament teams in the top ten of Ken Palm's luck rating. Number yeah. one is Providence. Uh, number six is Colorado State. Number seven is Bryant, and Wisconsin's number nine. Uh, then you look at the top 20, New Mexico State is 19th. Yeah, and, and, you know, Colgate took Arkansas, you know, to the brink last year as a 14 seed. So um, they've been in that position before. Um, They're really hot right now. Uh, I believe they won like 19 of their last 20. So, um, yeah, I think think it's going to be a good matchup. So the the East region is where we go next. And Mm -hmm. I think there's only one pick for this one. We already talked about it. Murray State, San Francisco. Yeah. uh, Just going to be a hell of a matchup. Murray State, 30 and 2. They lost two games in uh, one in November, one in December, and have not lost since. So, yeah. and one of those games was against Auburn. So this team is as legit as they come. They're deep. Tevin Brown's a big time three point shooter. Uh, then you look at San Francisco. That's a team that started ten and zero, and then obviously getting to conference play, they finished ten and six in the West Coast. Uh, they lost to BYU. They lost to Gonzaga. They lost to St. Mary's. Portland was a bad one. Lost St. Mary's and Gonzaga again. Uh, but they got toughness. They can hang around with teams. I mean, if they have Khalil Shabazz back to what he was before getting drilled in the face, 
I think that uh, they'll be legit. Um, and then I think the big matchup in this game is going to be uh, KJ Williams versus either Patrick Tape, who's a Duke transfer, or uh, Yehun Malsaki. So, okay. big matchup. Big yeah. matchup. Yeah. Big time. Is that your pick? Yeah, I'll go with that. I, I think Texas, Virginia Tech is going to be really good too. Um, Virginia Tech coming off a, a really good ACC tournament. It feels uh, so easy to pick Virginia Tech, so I don't know yeah, what to do. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think it'll be a good matchup. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I saw I was watching the field of 68. Shout out to them. Great coverage of the tournament. Maybe not as good as ours, but very good. Um, they were talking about Texas is like a team of like losers. Like they don't have winners in that program. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Chris Beard built a great team of transfers, right? And um, it's no winners. Like where's but, the Marcus Carza classic yeah. stat batter? Yeah. So it's just. It's they, not a Chris Beard team at all. There's no cohes- cohesiveness there, um, you know, and, and I think that might, you know, that's kind of what he got because he was, you know, he was coming into a, a team that wasn't his. Um, so that was a quick way to try to make it it work. But um, you know who a Chris Beard team is, roster wise, Texas Tech. Texas Tech. <laughs> like that is who it is. It's not Marcus Carr. It's not. I know Trey Mitchell left, but it's not those guys. It's not. Yeah. Uh, Timmy Allen, I think, is who the Allen is, the place for that team. But that's just not what Texas is, man. It's not. And uh, I think I think they're a weak six seed. I don't see them beating Virginia Tech. I, I don't know. I, Marcus Carr is – I think Marcus Carr will get eaten alive by Storm Murphy. Like, I think Marcus Carr is not a great defender, and I think that that's going to be a problem. If Hunter Couture shoots like he did against Duke, I mean, if they could do that against Duke, they could do it against Texas. And I know Chris Beard, if you look at recent numbers, Chris Beard is one of the best NCAA tournament coaches. Got to the national championship, uh, got to overtime against Virginia. Um, so we'll see. It's an easy pick, though, but we'll see how that how that goes. Uh, speaking of popular upset picks, um, I think one of them is that Texas-Virginia Tech team uh, game. Yeah. In the West region, I think the most popular upset pick is probably Vermont over Arkansas or rutgers over Alabama, I would say. Yeah. I think the most unlikely upset is Montana State, Texas Tech. I think anybody who picks that is high. <laughs> is Montana State going to score 30 points? I think would be the big question. Yeah. In that game. Uh, South region, <clears throat> a lot of buzz with Chattanooga. Go a lot of buzz with Chattanooga. Yep. Yep. I, I think they have the personnel to do it. I just, I don't, it would be just an absolute kick in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really would be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. legit. Like, he came from Kansas. He can handle Kofi a little bit, I think. Yeah, and if he can't, he'll just grab a chair. Grab a chair, exactly. So. Get him in foul trouble, I think, is going to be the big yeah, thing there. Yeah, I agree, because He's after that, they have that. nobody, right? I mean, I mean, they got size, they just don't have. Seven or something. Yeah, they have like bodies and sizes. Yeah. Don't have the the whole package. So yeah. uh, UAB is an interesting one. Like, I was all over the Jelly Walker train last weekend with UAB betting them minus three. Obviously, all in on UAB. I think they're great. I think the duo of Jelly Walker and Mike Ertle lights it up from deep. I don't think they're going to be able to do what they did to see USA teams against Houston. So I don't see that happening. Um, another one in the Midwest, obviously the most popular is South Dakota state over Providence. But I think another one to look at is probably Iowa state over LSU. Like what's LSU going to be, you know, I don't know what they are without Will Wade. 
who's a scumbag, by the way, if we haven't said that already. <laughs> um, like the biggest matchup in that game is Tari Eason. Tari Eason, who's he gonna guard? Can he shut the guy down? So you look at what Iowa State is, another team with some big transfers, Gabe Kalsher from Minnesota, and um uh, what's his face? Uh, Isaiah Brockington for Penn State. So I would assume you probably see Tari Eason guard uh, one of those guys, even though they're smaller. I don't know what the matchup is there, but that's going to be a very interesting game because I really I think that's the most unknown game uh, picking. I mean, I guess they're all unknown technically, but that one would be one that I'm least confident in. Yeah. Uh, then in the uh, East region, most popular upset pick, obviously it's Virginia Tech over Texas, but – Indiana over St. Mary's is something I've been seeing. Yeah. And I asked off air, who's the most likely first four team to do what UCLA did last year? I think it's probably Indiana. Yeah. So Indiana's got to get past Wyoming uh, is, is my thing. Wyoming, <clears throat> I love them for a long time, but they're just really sputtering. Yeah. I, and, and if Indiana can keep playing defense like they did in the Big Ten tournament, um, <sighs> They were not defending well against Illinois. They well, were not. Well, Illinois couldn't make a layup, sure. Against Michigan, they locked it down late. Right. But against right. Illinois, they were not defending. And against Iowa, it's hard to defend them. I just don't think they had – like Bohannon, the f- lucky shot. <laughs> Felt just, good off the hand. Yeah, right. Felt I good mean, off the hand. I don't know. That's a tie. Wyoming was 21-3 and three at one point, and they're now 25-8. and eight. Yeah. So that's a bit of a problem um, yeah. to look at. Uh, I'm trying to tweet this out, tweet the stream, shout out, <laughs> get more people in here, even though we already have a huge audience. What an amazing turnout. Yeah. Um, we do this for the analysis and the love of the game. Okay? <laughs> we I do this because we enjoy it. Does Can Graham Ike handle Trace Jackson Davis? Probably not. Yeah, but here's the thing. That's true. Trace Jackson Davis and Race Thompson, those two together, it's going to be a star-studded matchup because there'll probably be uh, either Hunter Maldonado and Graham Ike versus Jackson Davis and Race Thompson. I don't know where um, Jeremiah Oden comes into the fold for Wyoming. Uh, Xavier Johnson's another key guy who's going to guard him. He's really been playing well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that'll be an interesting matchup for sure. I mean, that's clearly the best first four game. I don't think Notre Dame has a chance. I don't think Notre Dame should have been in, to be honest. Like, True. They finished second in the ACC, but the West, be the, Coast, reason why, right? the West Coast Conference is as good as the ACC was this year, I think. True. So that's how bad the ACC was. Um, but maybe Notre Dame doesn't. I don't see it. But uh, who knows? Um, all right. Let's seed by seed, excluding the 16 seeds, most dangerous team on each line. So we'll start with the one seeds. Who's the most dangerous one seed? Uh, Gonzaga would be my choice. I'm going to pull up a seed list here. I think they have too many weapons. I mean, and I, Kirk, Chrissa, Chrissa Kerr, whatever he wants to be called these days. <laughs> um, I, I, who knows what he, what's going to happen with him? I mean, that, that does not look good. It doesn't look like it's going to heal in a week. So, I think um, he can play on it. I don't think he'll be very effective. Yeah, man. He's already a very inconsistent player. I mean, I guess, I guess they could, you know, they got all kinds of drugs they can shoot into that, right? I don't know. Tape that sucker up, rub some dirt on it. Let's go, dude. Tape it tight. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, Gonzaga, I, I mean, I, I really feel like this is Gonzaga's year. Um, I know Mark few hasn't, hasn't been able to get it done. Um, I just, they just have so many weapons with Timmy and Holmgren and you know, the, the guards, they have glue guys like yeah. Rasir Bolton. I'll help you out. Andrew Nimhard. Yeah. Nimhard. Uh, Julian Strother. You look at their bench. They got a couple of high level recruits, Hunter Salas and uh, the other dude's name. Damn it. <laughs> I forgot his name. Whatever. Um, yeah. Why did the March Madness account not tweet out a seed list? Oh, here we go. All right. Let me pull this up here. <clears throat> All right. And most dangerous one seed for me. Drum roll. Gonzaga. Wow. Shocking. Okay. I'm stunned. Um, how do I make this bigger? Whoa, oh, you're gone. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay, that's good enough. Um, so yeah, Gonzaga clearly. I mean, I, I, I have said this, and I'm not sure if I'm going to pick it or not, but I would be worried about Gonzaga, Texas Tech, if Texas Tech gets there to the Elite Eight. I think Texas Tech's so physical, and the way they've been playing is better than what they were when Gonzaga beat them earlier in the season. Well, it's all the one. all the people. Texas Tech's not even going to make it out of the first round. Yeah, those people are clowns. I think would be would be the answer for that. Uh, most dangerous two seed. Uh, most dangerous two seed is going to be Kentucky. Stunning. Um, I think <laughs> I think the the most thing with the, the most the biggest two things to look at is the team and the the road to the Final Four. And Kentucky has a pretty easy one. I mean, yeah. we're being honest. They get matched up with a three seed that's very, very talented, but so vulnerable. Yeah. Purdue is that. I picked yep. Kentucky as well. Um, I mean, that 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 East region, I think, is the easiest to come out of for a two seed like Kentucky because Baylor's sure. vulnerable without Chamo Chachua. UCLA, I, I think they're very talented. I think they're very good. Shout out Mick Cronin's brother follows me on Twitter. I don't want to say anything bad about UCLA, but yeah. – I think they're not. I don't know if people like if Purdue has just been figured out or what, but they just. I think their coach is holding them back. If you if you if you stop Stefanovic from shooting, they really don't. I mean, I know Hunter can make some, but he's not very consistent. I think Ivy is really good, but I just don't think his style fits that team very well. They're freelancing, like they're not running anything. Yeah, the contrast between them and Iowa is just like. Fran was like dunking all over Matt Painter yesterday. Yeah. Like it's, it, yeah. and I love what, what Iowa's done with, you know, bringing up the one, two, two, slowing, slowing the game down for the other team a little bit. Um, why they would, like to run. So. I would put Fran's coaching job this year right up with anybody. Like they yeah. lost Wieskamp, they lost Garza, which I think those two things, especially Garza, makes them more dangerous in the tournament yeah. this year than they were last year. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we and don't like the, Fran, but he's done a hell of a job. I think the development of Chris Murray has helped too. Um, yeah, he's, he's, gotta, he's, he's come a long way from the beginning of the season. Um, and now this random white kid, Sanford, comes out of nowhere. Out of he's nowhere. Gonna, and just he's can't gonna miss. Be the next, he's going to be the next Wieskamp. Yeah. He's going to be the next Wieskamp. I don't know if he'll be as good of a defender, but he's 6'7". He's going to be a hell of a wing in yeah. the Big Ten. Yeah. Um, so, all right, three seeds. Who's the most dangerous? Uh, I'm going to go with Tennessee for three. We're three for three. <laughs> They're playing the best basketball of just about anybody in the country. Um, they have a dynamic backcourt, which is exactly what you need in this tournament. Zakai Ziegler has become a stud. Kennedy Chandler has so much talent. Uh, they have a, a good gritty 
good physical rebounding tandem underneath with Fulkerson and Euros Plafsic. And then Vescovy is like a, like a, like a glue guy. Like he makes shots. He's got a lot of talent. Um, Tennessee's good. And they have a coach too, a coach that's been there. He's been to the final four with Texas. So Tennessee's easy pick there. I I think that they'll, their route to the elite eights fairly easy because I think they can beat Villanova. Even though Villanova beat them Mm. by a lot early in the season, I think they're two completely different teams now. Uh, I worry about the depth for Villanova. So uh, four seeds. Uh, just going by like bracket, like by regions, uh, I would probably go with UCLA. Um, they've been there, they're, they're experienced in the tournament and, you know, I, I like Baylor, but I just, I think that they could get past Baylor. I'm going to go Illinois. Um, I, think, I, th- I just think, I know their bracket's a little harder than you'd <laughs> like. I think if they get past Chattanooga, I think they match up well with, with Houston this year. Yeah. Houston's not what they were last I'm, year. As an Illinois fan, I'm more worried about Chattanooga than I am about Houston. That's fair because Houston's not what they were last year. We've talked about it before. They're, they're a five seed based on metrics. I know they played really well in the American tournament, um, but I, they don't have Quentin Grimes. They don't have Dejon Giroux. They're without Marcus Sasser. They're without Tremont Mark. Two of those guys are gone now. Two of them are hurt. Uh, this is Illinois. I think if they beat Chattanooga, they're, the thing with Illinois is uh, if they play Arizona in the Sweet 16, if Kirk Reese is not 100%, which I don't think he's going to be, they're vulnerable because when you Illinois versus Arizona, when Arizona beat them in the uh, in December, Illinois was winning that game until Kirk Kreese started to make shots. And I think Illinois can, can beat Arizona, but I think Illinois is going to have to make shots too. If you watch them in the big 10 tournament, not making shots was a problem. Uh, when, we got, we got somebody here. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello gamer. <laughs> uh, did you make that account just now? Welcome. Um, <laughs> If Alfonso Plummer and Trent Frazier are not making shots, it's a big problem for Illinois. So yeah. that's going to be something to keep an eye on uh, in Pittsburgh, down there. Uh, so, all right, five seeds. This is such an easy pick. Five Iowa. Seeds. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> close. Yeah. They have an easy route to the Sweet 16. They're yep. better than Providence. They're better than South Dakota State. Uh, Kansas and Iowa Sweet 16 would be very interesting. So, yeah, maybe, maybe Iowa is one of those teams that – what Illinois did last year, which is get super hot, win the Big Ten tournament, lose in the second round. Maybe. I doubt it. True, yeah. I saw some people saying Richmond's going to win that. that game, and I'm just, man, come on. I don't see Richmond yeah. beating Iowa. No. Richmond shouldn't even be in the tournament. I guess, I guess you know, they did they earn it. Tournament. Yeah, come on. <laughs> it's not a good team. You shouldn't even be in. 12 losses. Uh, they're they're old, though. They're very veteran, you know, yeah. based. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, six seeds. Oh, this one's hard because yep. uh, I got I got six seeds all I got two getting beat in the first round, I got two getting beat in the second round. So um, I, I guess I'll go with Alabama, um, Nate Oates, and and the in the Roll Tide Elephants or whatever they are. Yep. So I'm gonna go Bama as well. I mean, okay. we're we're pretty much in lockstep here. We are. The four seed. Okay. Uh, Alabama. We've seen what their A-level game is, and that is an ability to beat Gonzaga because they're making shots. If Javon Quinterly is doing what he was doing very early in the season, I think that they have the personnel to make a bit of a run. But I think Alabama-Texas Tech could be very intriguing in round two because you have pretty much two complete opposites, Um, an offensive team that gets up and goes and a slow-you-down 
elite defensive team with Texas Tech. So I think Bama's easy pick here. Uh, seven seeds. Uh, I'll go with USC just because the Midwest. Uh, Auburn, if if they're not, you know, making shots, uh, I could see them getting an early exit. So uh, USC based on on their region. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, with Ohio State. I think a lot of people are talking about them as being like a vulnerable, losing the first round of Loyola Chicago. Don't see that this year. Yeah, um, I think Ohio State has the guys to beat Villanova. I don't think they will. Yeah, but uh, I just don't think you say or USC's good at all. You know, like I don't. Yeah, Isaiah Mobley's good. Drew Peterson's good, but I just don't think they're consistent enough. I think Auburn True. would would yeah. roll them, but you never know. I guess uh, I couldn't go with Murray State because of Kentucky. Right. No, that was a right. problem. But I think I Murray State. I think Murray State's the best out of those four teams. Yeah. But I don't think that they have the best path. I think they got kind of got screwed, to be honest. Uh, I think the committee did the Masala by not making them an eight or a nine, but they probably should have been a six. But whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, eight seeds. I'll go with San Diego State. Me too. Yeah. I think their defense is too good. I think that they could hang around with Kansas. I think they'll beat Creighton. It's sad for Creighton. If Nimard was playing, if Ryan Nimard was healthy, I would love Creighton over San Diego State. Mm-hmm. I don't think Creighton can score enough points in that game. Yeah. So I'll go with the Aztecs. Uh, nine seeds. Um, I don't have them winning their first game, but I'll go with uh, Memphis. Me too. Yeah. I mean, hey, you look at Bart Torvik and his analysis, his uh, pretty much Ken Palm except different styles. Memphis is the second best team in the country since – Imani Bates left. And do you trust Penny to make a run? No. No. (laughs) I think if they beat Boise State, which they should, they'll probably lose by 30 to Gonzaga, I would guess. Because, like, Memphis is another team that kind of plays that NBA freestyle style. Yeah. And that's going to be a problem, I think. They got a lot of talent still, even with Imani Bates gone, who is clearly a problem there because they've been next level since he left. They've lost, what, two games since he left? Yeah. So, yeah, I think Memphis is the team. Uh, Ten seeds. Um, Ten seeds. Give me Davidson, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to go with the team where I picked their matchup, and I'm not going to pick them to win, but Loyola Chicago, potential-wise, Okay. Is is the one that I like. I don't like Miami. I Davidson, I don't think they, they can be physical enough with Michigan State to win. San Francisco, I lo- I've loved that team all season. I've been tweeting Todd Golden in all caps since November. <laughs> but I, I think Loyola Chicago's got the best shot at a sweet sixteen out of these uh out of these four. Um, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I actually think they lose in round one, but the potential's there. They got guys who've been there and done that. So uh eleven seeds. Uh I'm gonna go with Iowa State. I'm going to go uh, Rutgers if they win or Virginia Tech. <laughs> okay. So Virginia Tech could very well outshoot Purdue and beat them. Yeah. Virginia Tech has guys like underneath. Keve Aluma, stud. They have two elite shooters. Storm Murphy's finally figuring it out and adjusting from the SoCon. And Hunter Couture dropped 31 against Duke. Mike Young is a very good coach. I think he could do the same outcoaching of Painter that Fran did in that matchup. I don't think he can outcoach Beard, but I don't think that Texas has any stones at all. So uh, Virginia Tech's very dangerous. Uh, third, uh, 12 seeds. Uh, <clears throat> give me Indiana. <sighs> if they win. Go with this one. Um, I'm going to stick with Jelly Walker and UAB. Okay. I think UAB could beat Houston. 
I think the problem that UAB would run into in round two if they played Illinois was the fact that Trent Frazier guards the best player on the team and the clear best player, the guy who does everything, who had 39 in the CUSA semifinals, Jelly Walker. I think Trent Frazier can guard him, and that would be a problem for UAB. But they score a lot of points. So we're going to see how they match up against Houston, but it'll be – It'll be interesting to see uh, UAB, how they play. Uh, 13s, I think this is obvious, but what do you got? Uh, 13s, I'm going to go with uh, – give me South Dakota State. Easy pick, very except easy they, pick. Except they have to play Iowa, right? Still, they got go-to guys. I'm going to pull up South Dakota State's Ken Palm sheet on my binder here, and we're going to talk about, number one, Baylor Shireman looking up his own name on Twitter after the Summit League Championship and liking my tweet about him. <laughs> So shout out to him. They have the number 12 office in the country. You can say it's against the Summit League, but do you know how hard it is to be that efficient and that consistent in D1 basketball? Um, they scored 88 points against Alabama. They lost the game, but that was in November, so that doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They uh, they scored uh, 87 against Washington. Nope, 76, my bad. They scored 102 against Steve Alford in Nevada, who was supposed to be good this year. Uh, they have won. They haven't lost since December fifteenth. Uh, so that's they've won twenty one games in a row. Three guys ready: Baylor Shireman, Douglas Wilson, Zeke Mayo. That trio right there is going to be a problem for anybody. I think Douglas Wilson has the size and the the strength to keep up with Keegan Murray on the defensive end. I think he can present an issue there if they get past. Providence, of course. Zeke Mayo, I think, is – I mean, he's a freshman. He's young, but he makes big shots. He can guard Jordan Bohannon. And Baylor Shireman, Summit League Player of the Year, 6-6. Perkins versus Shireman will be a hell of a matchup in round two. South Dakota State is very dangerous. South Dakota State, if they get past Iowa, they can hang around with Kansas. I don't have any doubt about that. Uh, let's go to the 14 seeds. Um, I'm going to go with Colgate. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, I just don't think Colgate's going to be able to – I don't think Colgate can guard Tyler Wall and Johnny Davis. Are you going to take Yale? I'm going to take Yale, yeah, because they're playing a very vulnerable team. You watch Yale against Princeton, they're making huge shots. Uh, They're not going to be able to handle Edie or Williams, right. so I don't think they're going to win, but I think Yale, considering the vulnerability of the team they're facing and – the potential second round matchup, I think I think Yale would be the one there. Uh and then 15s. There's no point in picking 16s. Let's pick a 15. Delaware. The Blue Hens, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I don't think they'll beat Villanova, but just like I don't think Cal State Fullerton, who I'm picking, can beat Duke. But Cal State Fullerton, you watch them against Long Beach State, they made just about every shot. And they got a big man underneath. I can't remember his name because it's very confusing and like Inaloy Osaki or something. Uh just <laughs> okay. a big body. Literally a big man who makes every single free throw easily. That was exciting to see when I watched them. But uh, Cal State Fullerton, yeah, why not? It'd be hilarious for Coach K to go out with a first-round exit. That would be <laughs> hilarious. But uh, it's not going to happen. Um, I don't know if you want to do this segment, but uh, best players per region. I don't know if you want to roll with this one. I mean, Players to it. watch or whatever it was. Yeah, you know, kind of like that. I picked one in each. Sure. All right. Okay. Let's uh, let's let me pull up a little bit of a closer view of the 
West region. And uh, who you have? I mean, mine aren't anything crazy. Uh, I got Chet Holmgren. Uh, I was between I Chet and Timmy. Yeah, and it's just because I want to see him perform in the tournament. Um, you know, he's gotten better as the season's go- gone on. Um, he's and, a hell of a defender. I know he's yeah. not facing big time big men in the in the West Coast, but he's uh, going to be a hell of a defender anywhere because of his length. And I and I think that it's going to be the first time that people are actually going to be able to see him. You know, unless you stay up and watch, you know, Gonzaga late at night. Here. I do. I know you do. I'm just saying. I'm just saying the regular view, the general public, the the, yeah. the, the casuals who don't yeah. watch. And I mean, and I, and and people saw him early. You know, when they played, you know, the good teams or whatever. But they haven't been able to see his development. So uh, I think that it's exciting to to watch him and see what he'll do. So yeah, I went with Drew Timmy because let's run it back. The stash and the headband. Let's run it back. I think Timmy could have some issues depending on some matchups that they might run into, but. Let's run it back with Drew Timmy. Uh, was the national player that your favorite preseason? Yeah. He's very skilled. Um, I think Holmgren being there definitely takes a load off of him and helps him. So I, I'm going to go with Drew Timmy. Uh, let's shift over to the south. Uh, I am actually going to pick EJ Liddell from Ohio State. Um, one of the best power forwards, and I guess he's a power forward, right, in the country. Um, And I think think that Ohio State has a chance to make a run. Um, They're very slept on right now because of how the season. Yes, how how they've been playing. So I think if he gets going, um, I think they got a shot to beat Villanova and, uh, you know, move on to the the Sweet 16. So I'm going to go with I worry about Ohio State's health, but what I find most intriguing about Ohio State – is there the rare team where their two best players is a small forward and a power forward? Yeah. Point guard play is important. They don't have it. So I think Colin Gillespie True. would torch them in round two. That yeah. would be an issue. Possibly. And, and yeah. just Villanova is so damn tough. Like, I think Villanova is just – like, they can muck it up with anybody. And that's why I'm going with Colin Gillespie. So I just – Villanova, this is not Jay Wright's best team, but I think it's his toughest. Like, I know they won two titles, but, man, this yeah. team – Jermaine Samuels banged up, comes in, has a huge game in the finals and semifinals. Justin Moore is a stud. I they and here's the thing about Villanova. People say they they don't people don't like when teams don't make free throws. Villanova is the best free throw shooting team in the country. So yeah. that's a huge part. Gillespie's been there. These guys have been there. This is an old team. This is a veteran team. And I don't think you can say enough about what Jay Wright has built there. Like, it's it's just – they're a machine. So, I'm going to go with Colin Gillespie, who I think is pound for pound quite easily, to be honest, the best point guard in the tournament. I really don't think it's that close. Like, I wouldn't really put anybody up against him. Uh, he's just so damn good. Um, let's go to the Midwest. Uh, the Midwest, <clears throat> I'm going to go with who I think probably should have been Big Ten Player of the Year, um, should have a shot at National Player of the Year, Keegan Murray from Iowa. Um, I, I think it, I, that he can carry that team. Um, and I know Iowa has a lot of weapons around him also, but, but he is by far one of the best players, um, in the nation. So yeah, I think he's worth a watch. That was my pick as well. I think it's just, uh, he's it, the funny thing about Iowa is they lose Luca Garza, who is a national player of the year and they get a guy who's better. Yeah, like Keegan yeah. Murray should arguably be the first player selected in the NBA draft out of the Big Ten, 
and maybe you pick him like he could go with like third overall. If he's a big yeah. tournament and they, he's just he's really he can just, do it all. I mean, he's a great shooter. Game, you know, yeah, he can make super athletic anywhere. Yeah, he's legit, and I didn't think he would be as good as he is, but he's just yeah, he's really good. I since we picked the same one, if I had to go with another one here, um, I think I would go. I'm going to go on the board. I'm not going to go off of it. I'm just going to say Jabari Smith, who I think could be the number one yeah. overall pick in the NBA draft. Uh, Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler. I mean, that's just you know, if you're if you're looking for a, a do like Jacksonville State is going to have a problem there, uh, and if Wendell Green doesn't hold them back by taking 800 foot three pointers, then they're probably in a great <laughs> spot. Um, so there you go with that. Uh, let's see the East region. Uh, I'm going to go with Johnny Juzang. Um, I, I want to see if he, cause, cause he was kind of a guy nobody talked about until the tournament. Right. And then he just played his balls off. I don't know. He played something off yeah, he did. in the tournament. <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting to see if he's got that again um, to, to get UCLA, you know, back to, you know, elite eight final four. Uh, we'll, we'll see. So that's my choice. I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with who I think is probably the national player of the year, Oscar Shibway, Kentucky. Uh, I just think, man, best rebounder in the country is not even close. Um, they have great guards too. They have a lot of different ways to beat you. I know that Tennessee kind of had their number after Kentucky absolutely embarrassed them in the first matchup. Tennessee got them back twice. But Sheboy is going to be a problem for anybody that has to face him. I feel bad for St. Peter's, a very low-budget program, a program that, you know, got here because Iona got knocked out. I mean, they could have beaten Iona, no doubt. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a problem for for Shaheen Holloway, who should get the UMass job as Rick Pitino is trying to get his competition out of that conference. <laughs> um, but I just think that, uh, yeah, Sheboy, best of the best. Um, a, a few other guys to watch that we didn't name yeah. uh, in the West region. J.D. Note, Arkansas, huge down the stretch for them. Like, he is their go-to guy. I don't think the Must Bus has had a bigger go-to guy. Uh, low, low gamer, hey again. I don't think the Must Bus has had a bigger – like, Moses Moody's a stud, lottery pick type last year, but Note's emerged lately. Obviously, the South, I know we're Illinois guys, but I think you got to say something about Kofi. Um uh, I was looking at CBS. They were at their <laughs> rundown or whatever players to watch. Didn't even mention Kofi. All righty, then. Guess it doesn't exist. Cool. Yeah. they. I think they named like six, seven guys in each region. Probably fourth mention. or fifth in the national player of the year race. But yeah. <laughs> Didn't even right. mention cool. him. I would like to hear your bracket prediction. Yes, please. Thank you. Um, yeah. I, your final four. How does Kelvin Sampson approach Kofi if, if that's a second round matchup? I'm very interested to see how Houston defends him. Yeah. Like, what strategy would he take? Would he take it, try to take Kofi away or try to take the shooters away? I don't know. It'd be very sure. interesting to see because he's yeah. one of the better defensive coaches in the game. Uh, Midwest region, other guys you you point out, I think, um, uh, let's see. I mean, I, we, we should probably mention the Big Ten Player of the Year, Johnny Davis. How, how healthy is he? Wisconsin came out late neck against Michigan State. I'd rather mention Tyler Wall, to be honest. (laughs) um, USC, Isaiah Mobley, what can he do for them? Yeah, Uh, His brother, obviously a better player, but, you know. uh, A little off the board, Creighton, Arthur Kaluma, big shot maker for them down the stretch, but very young. Uh, Then in the East, um, 
I feel like mentioning uh, Brady Manick from North Carolina would be good. Yeah. Huge down the stretch. Made a good decision leaving Oklahoma. Oklahoma, another team that probably shouldn't have gotten in. They didn't get in, so I think that was the right move. Um, So, yeah, that is uh, where we're at there. Um, Here's the comment. Uh, So I'm assuming these are his – His winners. First round winners on the left side of the bracket. Okay. Going with Vermont over Arkansas, uh, Davidson over Michigan State, Virginia Tech over Texas, good pick. Yeah, pretty much, you know, not bad. And then Arizona, TCU, Houston, Illinois, Colorado State, Colorado State, actually, uh, Tennessee, <laughs> Chicago, Villanova. Okay, not bad, not bad. Um, yeah, I, fair enough. I think one of Houston or Illinois loses. I, I do think that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's not Hopefully it's Houston. <laughs> Where the hell would we go if that happens? Oh my god! Uh, I don't even want to think about it. It's so annoying. Brad and you have no confidence gone. in the team because they played like dog shit <laughs> in Indiana. Oh man, that would be that would be worst case. Our podcast might go in the tubes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, all right, let's move along here. Uh, he's got Kansas, Creighton, Iowa, South Dakota State, LSU, Wisconsin, USC, Auburn. All right. Uh, let's move forward here on to the next thing. I'm going to take the bracket down for a minute here. Uh, what are the major narratives of this tournament? Like, I'm trying to think of, like, storylines that people are talking about nonstop. And I think one of them is Izzo versus Coach K. Yeah, yeah. But Can Izzo ruin Coach K's life? Remember the last time they played in the tournament? 2019, <clears throat> Michigan State beating the Zion Williamson team. But I think historically, Coach K's got a way better record against Izzo. I think yeah. head-to-head, it's, it's, it's uh, Coach K by a mile. Yeah. But if you look at you – know, like Izzo's actually coaching his team this year. Coach K's just sitting there. He's doing nothing to help his team change or get better. So I'm just going to take a shot at Coach K there for a minute. <laughs> like, he's, he's doing nothing. Like, he um, made no adjustments or anything against Virginia Tech. Yeah. Um, sure. Let's see. Uh, in the South region, I think the Kirk Creasy thing is the biggest story and, and thing to talk about there. How healthy is he? How far can Arizona go with him? Um, as we look at low gamers picks again, Gonzaga over Memphis in the second round, Vermont over UConn. That's a, I think UConn would bully Vermont into submission. I think that that's how physical and good UConn is. Uh, plus Dan Hurley is a psycho. Uh, Texas Tech over Rutgers, Duke over Davidson, Baylor over Marquette, UCLA over St. Mary's, Purdue over Virginia Tech, Kentucky over Murray State. <clears throat> All right. On the Midwest storyline, the Will Wade, Iowa State thing. Like, what are they now, yeah, that, well, will they now that he's gone? Sure. Kevin Nickelberry in the fold as the interim head coach. And the SEC, you talk about coaching turnover. The SEC, uh, Florida loses Mike White to Georgia. LSU has an opening. South Carolina has an opening. So, yeah, big time. And then the East region, uh, the biggest narrative to talk about there is, for me, how far can can Baylor go? Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm war- I, Second round, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they lost. But I got to yeah. trust Scott Drew, I guess, you know? Yep. We'll All right. Uh, let's look at the most likely one seed, two seed, three seed, and four seed. Who goes out first on each line? Who's the first one seed to drop? 
Mm, I'm going to go with Baylor. Yep, I am too. Just said it. Perfect timing. Um, I think that's an easy one. I, I just don't think that the – like, I think Gonzaga and Arizona have a pretty easy road to the Sweet 16. I don't think Baylor does as much. North Carolina and Marquette – I mean, North Carolina is playing better. Marquette trending downward a little bit, but still a lot of talent there. Uh, Arizona over TCU. Houston over Illinois. Okay, Jesus. Uh, Tennessee over Colorado State. Loyola Chicago over Villanova. That's 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 bold. Kansas over Creighton, South Dakota State over Iowa. Okay, I'm, I'm with that. Uh, Wisconsin over LSU, Auburn over USC. Interesting. Uh, who's most likely two seed to go out first? Yep. Um, I'm gonna go with Villanova. I don't like that. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not picking that? Auburn like everybody else in the world. I'm not either. Okay. Go ahead and pick Duke then. Duke, yes. <laughs> this team has no toughness. <laughs> if Trevor Keels and A.J. Griffin aren't making threes, they're not that good of a basketball team. Keegan Murray is Fair a enough. way better basketball player than Paolo Bonchero. And not Fair even enough. close. Bonchero is like a physical, get into the lane, try to score. I don't like that at all in this tournament. I'm taking Duke to lose first out of the one through four. Uh, number three seed. Uh, three seed. I'm gonna go with Wisconsin. I just don't trust. You are them. a hater. I, I, you know what? I don't like Wisconsin. I don't like Johnny Davis. I think they're all overranked, overrated. BS. Do you like Tyler Wolf? I do like Tyler Wolf. See, exactly. You're a big fan. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Purdue. Very vulnerable team. I can see Virginia Tech picking them off in round two. I don't think I'll pick that, but. Um, I don't know. How does Kentucky Purdue would be a very intriguing matchup because Sheboy against those guys yeah. is going to be interesting. Like if you, one thing that I love that Iowa did yesterday against Purdue was every single rebound was difficult for Purdue. Yeah. Iowa got out rebounded, I think, but they were all over the glass. They were, and that's the different thing with this year's Iowa team compared to last year. I think last year was just kind of outscore you. This year. Their defensive metrics aren't that good. And that's because early in the season they really weren't playing defense, but they've evolved, they've changed, and they've been a completely different team in the last couple months, or at least the last month for sure. Uh, four seed, I think this is a pretty easy pick. Um, yeah, most likely four seed to go. Providence. Yeah, I mean, they're going to lose them round one. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> 100% sure of that. Uh, who would be second for you? Would it be Arkansas, UCLA, or Illinois? Um, I, it would be Arkansas for me. Biased, you're biased. What do you mean? I, I mean, I think that a big upset pick is Vermont over Arkansas, right? I think I'm going to pick that too, but I don't want to go it's against very the Monster. trendy, very trendy. That's what that's what bothers me. Um, his first one through four out would be Baylor one seed to go out first, Villanova two seed, Purdue three, Arkansas four. All right, stick with you. Same as me. Except um, for Purdue. He apparently likes Wisconsin. Well, I don't think Wisconsin has a hard route Wisconsin. to the Sweet 16. I don't think anybody in the Midwest has a hard route. I don't think so either. I think that bracket's a joke. <laughs> it is. It's so bad. Uh, last year's Midwest was not. Oklahoma State, Loyola, Chicago, Illinois, Houston, Rutgers, all in there last year. Yep. And now it's out. Who's the most likely 16, 15, and 14 to win is the question in the chat. Uh, well, 16 seed is just not going to happen again. But if I had to pick one, I would probably – Give me Peter Kiss. 
I guess Bryant. Yeah, they're not good though, you know. I know they're not good. And Peter Kiss is a great player, but he's gonna bug the SHIT out of people with how <laughs> how like he celebrates like a like a nutball. They're awesome. gonna be down thirty. He's gonna be doing this. Is this what he does? Yeah, it's, he did it every time he scored. And Jared Grasso pulls him aside and what the hell are you doing, dude? Yeah. Uh, 15 seed. We kind of talked about this. Uh, Cal State Fullerton, yeah. Well, mine was Delaware. Uh, 14. I think it's uh, I think it's Yale, just because I I don't I just I got Colgate because Wisconsin they could sucks. They could. I mean, Colgate was a pick that people liked last year against uh, Arkansas in round one, and they took them took them down to it. But different team. All right, bracket. Uh, let's do this. First, we'll go with kind of a. True picks bracket, what you really think. And then second, we'll go with a uh, totally biased heart bracket, usually what we do every year or so. Oh, I didn't know we were doing two. <clears throat> well, mine are both together. Okay. I mean, the heart bracket is something you can fill out on the spot, I think. Kind okay. of just a, a feel it out type thing. I haven't filled out a bracket at all yet. Uh, we're going to start in the West region. Give me your uh, – let's go with uh, – we'll go – in fours, so your four winners on the top half. I got you, and then your four winners in the bottom half of that bracket <laughs> of that region. So the West region, who are your first four winners? I got Gonzaga, Boise State over Memphis, uh, UConn over New Mexico State, and the clear pick for everybody: Vermont over Arkansas. Sorry, must bust. I love you. All right, I'm gonna go with Gonzaga to beat. Georgia State by about 50. I think I saw the spread on that was like 32 and a half or something, 27 and a half, something 26 up there. 26 and a half is what I saw. Okay, yeah. I, I was looking at it really late. I already forgot. Um, it might have jumped that high. Who knows? <laughs> uh, Boise State is going to lose to Memphis. Um, I just – Boise State worries me. I don't think they have the guys to beat Memphis. I, I think the Memphis wins this game. I think they're, they're just – it's one of those cases where a team's really hot going in. I think they'll get the job done. Um, I'm going to take UConn over New Mexico State. This should probably be UConn, South Dakota State, or something like that. New Mexico State, who I did pick to win the whack, by the way, nailed that one. Good job. Uh, they got Teddy Allen, former Nebraska legend, uh, player of the year, I believe, in the whack. He's a stud, but UConn, too physical, too good. And I'm going to roll with the must bus, sticking with my guys. Arkansas, J.D. Note is going to be a problem for Vermont. Arkansas is going to win. I don't care. Love the must bus. All in. Let's go. Uh, who are your next four? My next four are uh, Alabama over uh, Rutgers. I got Texas Tech winning over Montana State. Davidson beat Michigan State. Michigan State just does not impress me at all. Um, they haven't really all year. And then uh, Duke over Cal State Fullerton. I'm going to take Alabama over Rutgers as well. Uh, I'm going to take Texas Tech over Montana State. That score is going to be 67 to 29. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to take Michigan State. Like I said, I don't think Davidson can handle the physicality of Michigan State, but I also don't trust Michigan State at all. But I'm going to roll with it, and I'm going to take Duke to beat Cal State Fullerton. Let's go to the left side of the bracket. Let's go to the east region. Go ahead. Uh, Okay, I got Baylor. Um, I got North Carolina beating Marquette. I have uh, Wyoming and or Indiana beating St. Mary's because uh, St. Mary's is – not good. Um, and then I got UCLA over Akron. All right. I'm going to take Baylor over Norfolk State. Uh, North Carolina Marquette's a really hard one, but I am going to take North Carolina. I know it's a new coach and all that. I don't think they're going to lose 
in the first round in another year. Remember last year, Wisconsin beat Baylor in the 8-9, or Wisconsin beat North Carolina in the 8-9, and that was to play Baylor as well. So North Carolina is stuck on the 8-9 against Baylor once again. Uh, I'm going to take St. Mary's to beat Indiana, and I'm going to take UCLA over Akron. So I'm really not going with any upsets yet. I'm getting there. Give it some time because <laughs> the 6-11 in this region is where it starts. So go ahead. Yeah, I think everybody's going to be picking this one. Uh, Virginia Tech over Texas. They got Purdue beating Yale. Um, Yale, not Princeton. I don't know who picked Yale to win the Ivy. but That uh, was really going on a limb, 25% chance. That was me. Um, I got Murray State over San Francisco, which I think is going to be a fantastic game like we talked about. And I have Kentucky beating uh, some school named St. Peter's. Yep. <laughs> that is what they're called. Um okay. I got Virginia Tech over Texas. I got Purdue over Yale. I got Murray State over San Francisco. I got Kentucky over St. Peter's. South region. The same. All right. Yep. Uh, Arizona over TC or Arizona uh, <laughs> over uh, probably Peter Kiss. I got TCU beating Seton Hall. Houston beating UAB and Illinois beating Chattanooga. I no think a theme, for me. I think a theme with my bracket is sticking with my guys. I'm going to take Arizona over Wright State. I'm going to take Seton Hall over TCU. I'm going to take UAB over Houston. Uh, UAB, Jelly Walker, those are my guys. i got to stick with them. I'm going to stay loyal to them. Um, and I'm going to take Illinois over Chattanooga, even though I'm a bit concerned. Uh, let's go to the bottom half of that region. Uh, I got uh, Colorado State over Michigan. Tennessee over Longwood. Um, Ohio State over Chicago. And Villanova over Delaware, so chalk, chalk me. I'm taking Ohio State over Loyola, Chicago. I'm taking Villanova over Delaware, Tennessee over Longwood. I'm taking Michigan over Colorado State. I don't think Colorado State has the size to keep up, and I think Dickinson is going to have a huge game, probably like 25 and 13. Mm. Um, All right, Midwest region. Uh, I got Kansas, San Diego State over Creighton, Iowa uh, over Richmond, and South Dakota State over Providence. Uh, those are my exact picks as well. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the bottom half. Uh, I got Iowa State over LSU. I got Wisconsin over Colgate. I got USC beating Miami and Auburn beating Bellarmine. Oh, wait. They didn't get in. Yeah, they got yeah, <laughs> hosed, I would say. is fair. I'm going to take LSU over Iowa State, Wisconsin over Colgate, USC over Miami, Auburn over unnamed team. Um <laughs> All right. All right. Give me your Sweet 16 in the East region, or the West region, sorry. My Sweet 16 is Gonzaga over Boise State, Vermont over UConn, Texas Tech over Alabama, and Duke over Davidson. So I got 113-3-2. All right. Gonzaga beats Memphis, UConn beats Arkansas, Texas Tech beats Bama, Duke beats Michigan State. That is a 1-5-3-2, really going on a limb. Um, <laughs> all right, East region. The East, I got Baylor over North Carolina. I got UCLA over uh, whoever wants to play in game. I got Purdue over Virginia Tech, and I got Kentucky over Murray State for a 1-2-3-4, sweet 16. I'm probably not going to count this as my official bracket, since I'm filling it out and not really thinking about it. Um, yeah, see, you're doing your heart one right now. It's not hard, though. It's, it's just not. 
I mean, it's somewhat of it is whatever the whole, whatever, uh, <laughs> North Carolina shocks the world. North Carolina beats Baylor. Uh, you've hated North Carolina all year and you're going to pick them to get to the, season. I think it's more about me gotcha. talking about how Baylor is going to get knocked out early. And I want to stick with that. So, I gotcha. I gotcha. uh, North Carolina over Baylor, UCLA over St. Mary's Purdue over Virginia tech, Kentucky over Murray state. So I got, uh, eight, four, three, and two. Okay. So the twos and the threes are surviving here. Uh, South region. Uh, Arizona over TCU. Illinois over Houston. I got Tennessee over Colorado State. And I have the Ohio State beating Villanova for a 1-4-3-7. I have uh, Arizona over Seton Hall, Illinois over UAB, Tennessee over Michigan, and uh, Villanova over Ohio State. So that is... One, two, three, four. <laughs> yep. Uh, moving Solid. along. Midwest region. All right. I got Kansas over San Diego State. I got Iowa over South Dakota State. I have Iowa State over Wisconsin. And I have Auburn over USC for a 1-5-11-2. All right. Give me Kansas over San Diego State. Iowa over South Dakota State. Give me LSU over Wisconsin and give me Auburn over USC. Uh, LSU going to make a weird run despite Will Wade being gone. I Maybe see, no. and I had them. I had them making a run, <clears throat> and then I and then I'm like, wait, they don't have Will Wade. They've been eh, playing bad really anyways. Do. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna take him. I wish Adam Miller was there for this. Damn it! Uh, all right, Adam Miller seems heartbroken that Will Wade got fired. A shame. Uh, <laughs> what's your elite eight on the left side of the bracket? Elite eight, so that would be west and east. Yeah. Okay. I mean, sorry. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got uh Gonzaga over Vermont. And I have Texas Tech over Duke for a Gonzaga Texas Tech matchup. And then I have uh Baylor over UCLA and Kentucky over Purdue for a Baylor Kentucky matchup. All right. I got Gonzaga over UConn, Texas Tech over Duke. I have North Carolina over UCLA. I'm probably the only person in the world picking North Carolina to go to the Elite Eight. <laughs> Don't care. Uh, Kentucky over ah, Purdue. Whoa. whoa. Uh, so, yeah, that is what I'm going with in the Elite Eight on the left side. Uh, I don't know, man. I just I don't know if I want to stick with this as my bracket. It feels pretty bad right now. Uh, but I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, you think about the various uh, matchups and, um, you know, I don't know. I do not know. Okay. All right. Uh, right side of the bracket, the South and the Midwest, Elite Eight. All right. I have Illinois over Arizona. And then I have Tennessee over Ohio State uh, for Illinois-Tennessee matchup. And then I have Kansas over Iowa and I, uh, Auburn over Iowa State for a Kansas-Auburn matchup. I have uh, Arizona over Illinois, Villanova over Tennessee, Iowa over Kansas, Auburn over LSU. So Arizona, Villanova, Iowa, Auburn, Final Four. My Final Four uh, in the Gonzaga-Kentucky matchup, I have the Zags beating them. And then uh, Tennessee-Kansas matchup, I have Tennessee winning. Taking Gonzaga over Kentucky or uh, Kentucky over Gonzaga mm-hmm. and Villanova over Iowa, setting up a 
Kentucky Villanova national title game, and I'm taking Kentucky to win. All right, I uh, uh, the Gonzaga Tennessee. I have Gonzaga winning. Um, number one team overall wins it. Mark Few gets himself some, or whatever that phrase is. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think if that's ever going to happen, this could be the year for it. Yep. Um, but give it to me. I'm going to roll with Kentucky. I don't know if Kellen Grady shoots well, if Ty Ty is healthy, they have two point guards, sheep way underneath. If Davion Mintz and Jacob Toppin don't do things that ruin the game for them, like they typically do. I love this team. I think they're so tough. I think they're so tough. It's probably dumb, to be honest. It probably is. but It'd be tough. (laughs) I am a little bit worried about their their fatigue, not playing very many guys, and winning the Big East tournament. But Jay Wright can get his team going, so there's no doubt about it. Uh, who, do you, who did you pick in the Texas Southern playing game? I forgot to mention that one. Excuse me? Texas Southern versus Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Who's going to win? Uh, give me Texas deal. Give me Texas Southern. Short shorts is gone. Texas Southern still wins. Yep. They don't need, they don't need shorts. Wait. All right, so well, <laughs> a little much there to – to, to talk about. Um, uh-huh. All right. Let's wrap this up. How are we going to structure the podcast moving forward? Last year, we did a Sweet 16 preview after the first two rounds. And then we did an Elite 8 preview. Um, or we did a Sweet 16 recap and Elite 8 preview, Elite 8 preview, Elite 8 recap, Final Four preview, National Championship preview. Kind of what we did last year. We'll probably do the same thing. I already have some graphics for those. If I can uh, figure out how to put those in the screen, pretty sweet. Um, the wow. Sweet 16 preview looks just like the uh, the bracket breakdown thing. This right here. So we got that. And then if you look at the, uh, let's see, the Elite Eight, that's the exact same thing. Never mind. Okay, they're all the same. The Final Four needs to be like uh... – New Orleans colors, green and yeah, I was gonna do that, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. So you got time, you got time, plenty of time. Uh, I will get to that at some point. Um, all right, I think so. We have a comment on Facebook that I didn't see. Uh, Zach Bates, who's a big Illini fan, fan of the Illini podcast as well, said Wisconsin cakewalk to the Sweet 16. Gross, do you agree? Well, he's saying that they have a cakewalk because. Yeah, I mean, I think that they definitely have the easiest uh, three route. Um, I don't know. I mean, mean, Auburn can be really, really good, right? Um, So it just depends on what Auburn team shows up for the tournament. Is Tennessee's that hard to get to the Sweet 16, though? I feel like that's a pretty easy one, too. Like Uh, Longwood and Ohio State? I mean, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I don't think that theirs is very hard. And then Texas Tech, I don't think it's that hard either. Like Alabama, I think they'll be fine against. So, yeah. All right. Uh, We will be back doing this again probably next Monday to preview the Sweet 16. We'll also have the Illini podcast at some point this week. (laughs) If, If very shocking things happen, maybe we'll go live around round two just to talk about it for fun. But, um, yeah, that'll do it for us. Bracket Breakdown. Follow our Twitters at Ethan Carter SW, at T Bramley IBP. 
pretty sweet. We'll be, I'll be tweeting about the tournament a lot. Not, not sure how much you will, but um, I'll be retweeting whatever Ethan tweets probably. Also, you know, binders ready to go, team sheets, all the information you need. Look at that. And we're back. I got my bracket up there, TV set up here, ready to go, ready to sit in a chair for 12 hours straight, four days (laughs) in a row. Yes, sir. That'd be great. And uh, yeah. Time of the year. And we'll be back next week. Goodbye. Later.